Welcome to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires of St. Peter Baptist Ministries, Aurora, and I'm so glad you decided to join me on this episode. In the previous episode, I talked about overlooking an offense. And today I want to address the question that is often asked about forgiveness. So please enjoy this special episode. I received a lot of positive feedback and had a lot of conversations about the last episode about overlooking an offense. But this question comes up oftentimes when we're talking about forgiving someone. And the question is, why do I have to forgive someone who hasn't asked for it or even showed any remorse? And my answer to that is we have to follow the model of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Everything we do as a believer, we only do what the Lord did. Because Jesus said he only does what his father did. And we are now representatives of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we now have to do what Christ did in the earth. And what Christ did, Christ forgave us before we were conscious of our sins. Before we knew how wicked and wretched we were, Christ died for us. Let's take a look at the scriptures. Romans chapter 5. And we're going to start at about verse, we're going to start at verse 6. It says this, For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet preadventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So we see that when we were not conscious of who we were, we didn't know what we were, what how wicked we were, God went sent his son to die for our sins. And so he came that we may have forgiveness. He came that we may have life. Now understand this. Christ is our model. And so Christ never took time to say what think about what a person would do what they wouldn't do he died for us and God knew that we needed redemption so he sent Jesus and so what happens the word says that we were dead in our trespasses but he quickened us and made us alive so when you're dead in your trespasses you're walking according to the flesh you're living according to the flesh as we said oftentimes so you're in this cycle of sin this cycle of wickedness and you're not aware of what was done for you. Think about this. Two over 2,000 years ago, Christ died for our sins. But we've just come into salvation in this time. You know, you lived unconscious in sin. You heard the words, many of us, and kept walking where you wanted to walk. But then one day, you were made aware of what Christ had done for you. One day you were made aware that salvation was available. One day you were made aware forgiveness was available by the, by the Holy Spirit touching your heart and drawing you to God and you cry, what must I do to be saved? But before that, you were in conscience. So when you were sinning, forgiveness was already available for you. 
Deliverance was already available for you. Healing was already available for your sin-sick soul, but you didn't know it. And so likewise, the person that offended you may be unconscious to how they made you feel. They may be unconscious to what damage they did to you. And so you got to look past the episode, look past the circumstances, and see their need for forgiveness. Understand this. Even if they know what they did to you, they're still unconscious because they were moving unconsciously in their flesh. Even if they were a believer, they were moving in their flesh. They were acting not as a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, but they were acting as someone who had, had, had forfeited their righteousness in Christ and they moved in error. They moved wrong. So because they were unconscious of what they did in the flesh, because they were unconscious of how they made you feel, you have to take the position of Christ and forgive them. Remember in the last episode I said, if you, we look for justice, but the justice is forgiveness. Forgiveness is our justice because I free you of any accusation and you free. I free you of anything you've done and now I'm free. Understand this. Jesus said in the scriptures, if we want to be forgiven our trespasses, we have to forgive the trespasses of others. So I will not be able to experience the goodness and the grace and the forgiveness of Christ if I don't first forgive those that moved against me. We know the parable of the sower, the parable of the servant that had been given, been forgiven a great debt, but then refused to forgive someone that owed him much less and how the Lord judged him. And the end of that scripture said, likewise, your heavenly father would do to you if you don't forgive others their trespasses. So it's a responsibility for us to forgive others in order to experience the forgiveness and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So look at this. Many of us are saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. And we praise, we worship, we're, we're preaching, we're doing so many things in the name of the Lord. But we have bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart. So we're really not in right standing with the Lord. But we believe that we are. But we refuse to forgive. We refuse to overlook an offense. And so therefore, we're not in good standing. But in Christ Jesus, we've been given the power and the authority to pay off the debt of anyone that has wronged us. Anyone that has wronged us, we have the ability to, to through Jesus Christ, to forgive that debt. So we have to remember, I got to forgive someone. Yeah, they didn't say they were sorry. Yeah, they didn't come back to me and, you know, and try to make amends for it. I understand how that feels in our flesh. And that's not a good feeling. But we got to understand they are unconscious of what they've done to you. And it's only the blood of Christ and the Holy Spirit that can ever make them aware of how they made you feel. And then they still may not feel the unction or obey the unction to repair that situation. And that's between them and God. But you can't be, you can't allow yourself to be stuck in a place of unforgiveness, not being able to receive the grace and forgiveness of God because you won't let go their offense. Because you are conscious of what they've done, but you're also conscious of the grace and the love that God showed you. And when you're conscious of the mercy that God shows you, it's your obligation to forgive. Let's take a look at, at um, Colossians 
chapter 2, and it says this. Colossians chapter 2 talks about us presenting every man perfect in Christ Jesus. And so what that means is that the redemption and reconciling of, of that, that Christ has offered, we have to present every man with that. So we have to have an opportunity for them to be forgiven. We can't hold it up, hold them up in our heart and our mind, but we're going to present them perfect because we're going to see them as God will see them if they accept the blood of Christ, if they accept God's plan of salvation. So I don't hold the charge against them. Understand this, forgiveness is an is a accounting word. And it means to omit from the books. So I'm going to omit that debt that someone owes me, just like God omitted every sin that I have, have, have that I that I confessed. And now I have a new lease, and my name is in the book of life. And every time I repent, He throws it away and forgets it. So I can't forget any. I can't remember someone's offenses when God has forgiven mine. Let's take a look at another verse. Um, we look at uh, in, 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 um, in, in Ephesians 4, it says this. Ephesians 4 and 32 tells us this. To be kind ye one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. So God has forgiven me such a great debt, so it's my responsibility to forgive, uh, forgive everyone else. Colossians 3 and 13 says this. Forbearing one another and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ has forgave you, so also do ye. Listen, if you want to go to go back to the question, the reason you gotta forgive, even if no one has shown remorse or ask for forgiveness, is because that's what Christ did for us. When we were dead in our trespasses. He came down through 42 generations, immaculately conceived, lived a sinless life, walked among men, did miracle signs and wonders, but died on the cross for the, our sins and the sins of the whole world and was buried in the grave and rose on the third day with all power in his hand and then walked among men again, ascended into heaven and sent us the precious Holy Spirit to be our comfort and guide until he returns to take us home. And now we have the job of ministering because the Bible said he has given us the ministry of reconciliation. So we should be forgiving and reconciling one with one another and also reconciling others to Christ. So it is my duty to forgive. If they never ask for forgiveness, if they never say that I'm sorry, you forgive so your trespasses can be forgiven and you can move forward and free them to walk forward as well. One day they may be conscious of you, but until then, you walk in the love and grace of God and be conscious of your place in God and of their place as well. Listen, I thank you for joining me on the Love Never Fails podcast. I hope this episode has answered that question, why I must forgive, and we're going to keep growing. We're going to keep loving. We're going to keep doing what God says because to forgive is what God has called us to do and to love is what God called us to do. Have a wonderful day. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. 
Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.